for joining me today. So I wanted to speak about the eight dimensions of wellness. What? You know, wellness has become such like a buzzword in 2024 and probably the end of 2023. But wellness has been something that I have lived my entire life studying and trying to understand and really trying to consistently put into practice. Um, so just a little uh, backstory. Uh, since I was seven years old, I said that I had determined, right? I feel like God told me, but you know, I determined that I was going to be a doctor and I was going to build hospitals. That is what I knew. That is what I was going after. Um, and so I have always felt the happiest when I was making people feel happy or making people feel well or making people feel better, right? Um, and so over time and as I've lived life and things have gone on and I haven't, um, I've never stopped wanting people to be well, right? And I've, over the, the course of the years, I've tried to find ways to um, help people be well while on this mission to being a doctor and creating these spaces, right? I really wanted hospitals, but then time over time it's evolved to really being these spaces of wellness, right? These holistic uh, spaces where people can feel better or people can, because I honestly believe when you feel better or when you feel better, when you know better, then you do better, right? A lot of times I personally believe that people don't always um, show up as their best selves because they don't feel their best selves, right? It's a lot easier for somebody to do good for other people when they feel good about themselves. And so I really believe that wellness, personal wellness is a, has a direct correlation to the wellness of the people around us and the wellness of our community. Um, because if I'm not okay, it's a lot harder for me to make sure the people next to me are okay. Right. But when I feel good, when I feel happy, then that's something that I want to spread. I want to make other people happy. Right. I want to make other people um, feel good. And so there's these different dimensions of wellness. It's not just, you know, your physical health, which was what people always equated wellness to. And when you think about me wanting to be a doctor and I've read all these books about medicine, um, that was the first thing that I had always thought about was like, I just want to make people physically feel better. And then over the course of the years, really just doing the work and really doing the study, um, I came upon these eight dimensions of wellness. Honestly, I came upon them when I was in art school, um, when we learned that art was a part of how we helped to make ourselves better. And I didn't understand what my art teacher was saying, like, oh, it makes him, made him better. I didn't get that. But as I did the research, then I started to understand that because he was doing something um, that made him happy, that it helped him to be physically well. So I started to do more of a research and more of a study into the eight dimensions of wellness. And so I'm going to tell you what those eight dimensions are, because it's really important that even if we are there's physically healthy, right, there may be these other areas that we're not healthy in that will not give us a holistically healthy life. And we'll see those things show up in different ways. So the eight dimensions of wellness are emotional, physical, occupational, social, spiritual, intellectual, environmental, 
and financial. I'm going to say that again. Emotional, physical wellness, occupational wellness, social wellness, spiritual wellness, intellectual, environmental, and financial. So what do these mean? Basically, it means that if one of these things is sick, right? If one of these things is not producing or if one of these things is not um, showing up as well, then overall it has the propensity or the capacity to make us not well. So emotionally, if I am in a very emotional state, right? If I cannot, if let's just say I'm sad, right? And I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get up out of my bed. I just want to stay home. I want to stay in the bed. Then if that's going to impact my physical because if I'm not emotionally well, at some point physically, I may not want to eat, right? Uh, if I'm not emotionally well, then occupationally it may hinder me because I may not be able to show up to work or to my job. Socially, it may impact me because maybe I don't want my friends to come over. If I'm a parent, then maybe I don't want to see my, my kids. Maybe there's something big that's happening in a time where I feel sad. I may not be able to celebrate them. Spiritually, I may not want to listen to worship music to get me out of my funk, right? Intellectually, I'm not taking anything. All of these are stemming from environmentally, right? My room is going to be dark. It's not going to show any signs of light or joy financially. Definitely, if I'm not able to do anything that's producing wealth, um, then I'm not increasing my finances. But then I could also be, you know, cutting out of my finances because I could be, you know, instead of getting up to cook like I normally do, I could be ordering in more food or I could be um, frivolously spending, right, to try and get myself out of this emotional funk. And so just from that one area, emotional not being well, then I'm, I'm really impacting all of the other dimensions of my wellness. And so it's really important that we cannot, I, I cannot fix all of them at once. But again, this is really important that we are aware of all of them because it helps us to take an inventory of when things don't feel 100%. We can take an inventory of why. What is being impacted that is then impacting all the other things? Or what is not well that is making me is because let's just, okay, let's just go back to this, right? There's some, okay, like if there's some body parts, right, that we are not aware of until something goes wrong. So let's just say, for example, we probably take our big toe for granted, right? Until we stub our big toe, right? We kick something on accident, we hit our big toe, then all of a sudden, all of our attention, all of our nerve endings are directing our focus to our toe, right? And so all of a sudden, that toe now has us doing things differently. So because our toe is hurting, now we're walking a little bit different, more different. Um, now we're wearing different shoes. We're making different decisions because something on us is hurting, right? I went to the gym the other day and they had us doing like weights but timed, right? Instead of just being like, oh, you have to do 25 of these. They were like, you have to do it for three minutes, right? Oh, my arm, literally, okay? Trying to put my hair up in this ponytail, listen so but i would but had i not done that right had my arm not be recovering then it wouldn't have impacted if my ponytail is crooked or if it's not straight or if it's not slicked down right it's all impacted right because one thing was not well and so it's important that we identify man i keep kicking the camera 
it's important that we identify the different dimensions of wellness and pay attention to how it is that we can um, make an effort to be well in each of them. Again, I take one at a time, right? And so I may have a checklist in my mind about how do I, okay, check with myself, Michelle, how do you feel um, socially today, you know? Or when you make goals for the year, you know, how do you feel, what do you wanna do socially? What? How do you wanna improve your life socially? How are your relationships? Take an inventory, do you like your relationships? Do you wanna get better in your relationships? How can you get better in your relationships? How can you um, show up in a different way or in a better way? Ask your, the people you're in a relationship with. What is it that you need from me? Are we good? Are we not good? What do I need to do? What I need to do more of? What I need to do less of? Um, how do you want me to grow in this relationship? You know, And sharing those things with them spiritually. Asking God or asking whoever your spiritual, you know, whatever your spiritual wellness is. For me, it's God. Okay, God, where am I with you? right? Am I doing the right thing? Am I hearing your voice? Am I being obedient? Um, uh, like, I mean, I love you, but like, are we doing this thing right? Like, you know, what else is that you need from me? Like, am I not, am I spending enough time with you? Am I not spending enough time with you? Do you need me to show up a different way in the earth? Like, what is it that you need from me? How is it? Do you want me to spend more time with you reading my Bible or do you need more worship from me? Like, what is it that you want me to do? Right? Intellectually read, read i'm always learning i love to learn i'm a lover of learning right because i love to keep my intellectual stimulated i love to learn new things i love to learn about new people about new theories about new concepts i love to learn because the world is so big and we can get so easily sucked into this little microcosm of a world because things get so busy right or because we get these little small um little small things that we think are important and we forget the hugeness of the world and the hugeness of things that are happening around us because we get so focused on the little small things that are happening in front of us and so i love to read i love to learn new things um and i love to be intellectually well right i love little creating new neurons and memories in my brain to make sure that i'm always up to date on what's happening right and how we can get better what's coming right um if you looked at my last video um about learning your strengths right not my number one strength was futuristic so how can i understand the future i have to learn i have to make sure that i'm intellectually well um and so financially that's another big thing in my last video i also talked about my futuristic being my number one strength but financially then that means Financially, that also means in order for me to be well, I have to always be making sure that I'm telling my money what to do, right? I was, no matter how much money you're making, I don't care if you're working part-time, full-time, no time, and you're only getting your tax returns. I knew, I know where my money is going before it hits my bank account. Why? Because money has legs, right? And money has a mind of its own and money goes wherever it wants to go unless you tell it where to go. So financially, I can say that, you know, if I want to be well, then I need to know where my money is going and then I need to stick to where I told my money to go, right? Um, I need to, and then again, intellectually, how those things work together. If I'm doing the same things with my finances all the time, but I want to grow, 
I want to be more well in my finances, then I got to use that intellectual wellness to say, what else should I be doing with my finances in order to make them well? Because the way that we know that something is well is it grows. Anything that is alive and well grows. If there's an area in you that is not growing, it is not well. If you had the same situation or you reacted the same way last year or last month or last week, the way that you are responding this week, you are not growing in that area. You need to put attention to it. I have a plant. If my plant stops growing, I have to pay attention to that plant, right? Obviously, you never want it to stop growing or start dying. But if we recognize that something's not working, the same thing with that stubbed toe. If it's not working, we need to pay attention to it because we want all of ourselves to be well because when we stop paying attention to one part, it has the ability. It's like I saw something the other day where it's like, you know, if you have a strawberry or if you if you go in your fridge, right? Let's say you don't clean your fridge out as often as you should and you buy fresh produce. When you go, let's just say you have like, uh, let me see what this happens. Oh, like oranges. When you buy, you know, when you buy oranges and if you leave them in the bag, right? And you leave them on the counter, you forget you wanted oranges when you went to the store or the farmer's market, but then you got them home and you didn't want the oranges anymore. You forgot about them. So you leave the oranges there, right? The oranges start to grow the mold, right? And then you go to pick up the bag and like all of the, the dusty mold starts falling out. And then you realize that the all the oranges, or it happens to onions too, all the oranges that were touching that orange now has the same mold on it, right? You hear this like quote about friends where it's like, you know, if you have a friend that's moldy, so to say, and you keep hanging out with this friend, eventually their mold is going to rub off on you. The same thing happens with the eight dimensions of wellness. If you are not paying attention to your emotional wellness, but it's a part of the totality of who you are, eventually that moldiness, that stinkiness, because what happens when things start to mold and they start to rot? Eventually they start to stink, right? Eventually people are repelling you jobs and opportunities and relationships and networking and business is repelling you because you have a stink and it may not be because you're not good at your business it may be because you have not checked in on your emotional wellness and you mishandle people and relationships in a way that does not make them want to do business with you this is how your emotional wellness can impact your finances can impact your occupation right because you don't know how to, when you're having a bad day, you don't know how to still speak a kind word to the cash person, the cashier, right? Forget, you know, putting, you know, sometimes people like feel okay because they can put on their happy face when they're going into this business because they feel like the person that they're going to talk to is going to give them something they want. But if you can't treat the cashier or the, the person walking next to you or the person that you're driving next to with the same care, concern, and respect and integrity as the person that you want that business deal with, something stinks. Your spirit or your emotion or your social wellness, how to react with people, how to relate to people, it stinks. And eventually it's going to catch up. And unless you address it, will then start to impact the eight other uh, dimensions of your wellness. So let me tell them to you again. Emotional, 
physical, occupational, social, this is also called relational, spiritual, intellectual, environmental, and financial. These are your eight dimensions of wellness. And we have to take the time to address all of them. You can do them in weeks, right? You can set up a calendar and you can say, what's that? Two months, unless you have a five weeks in a, in a, a, cal- a month, two months, right? Week one, I'm going to focus on my emotional. Week two, I'm going to focus on my physical. Week three, occupation, I'm going to set goals. Week four, I'm going to focus on my social. I'm going to be aware of all of them all eight weeks. But for each week, while I'm trying to get into the groove, right? Because <laughs> I saw, again, I saw something else. that The girl was like, um, she did like a TikTok or something. And she was like, so I have to deep condition my hair. I have to get a facial. I have to pay my bills. I have to do all these things, right? And she was like rattling off all these things of what it means to be an adult. And she was like, uh, no. Right. So you don't want the eight dimensions of wellness to be this long list that you can't keep up with. You don't want to make all these random goals with things you can't keep up with. But just choose one thing. Right. Choose one thing in that in that dimension or just be aware of them. Sometimes it's just being aware that, yeah, I may be where I want to be financially or physically. But you know what? I do want to get better um, in my emotions. I don't want to get angry so fast. I don't want to feel like I have to tell that person how I feel because I think they're going to walk all over me. I can take a step back and say, why did you say it like that? And understand the intention behind what somebody said before I give them my two cents, right? You can take the time to just identify that there are other parts of you in action and that if we don't get a grasp on all the different parts of ourselves, that eventually they will start to stink. And we don't want that because we are fearfully and wonderfully made, like I talked about in our last video. And But it's our job, no matter where we came from, no matter the situation that just happened last week or yesterday or an hour ago, it is our job. And we get to make decisions about how we show up every single minute of every single day. So what will you choose? How will you choose to be well in every single dimension that we are? As usual... I want to hear from you. Leave a comment. Tell me what area you're going to work on this week or this month or just today, right? What area do you want to get better in? What dimension do you realize was starting to call mold, cause mold to the other areas of your life that you're going to target or you're going to try and figure out how you can get better in that area? All right. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next video. Oh.